Welcome to the Bifocal Podcast with John White and Jason Himmelstein, where we talk about business intelligence and the Microsoft stack with news, interviews, and expert opinions from around the space. This is episode 104, recorded on June 10th, 2019, live from Microsoft's Business Application Summit, where John and Jason talk about all of the announcements from the Power BI Vision and Roadmap keynote. Hey, John. Jason, how are you now? Hey, man, I'm doing great. We are here at Microsoft Business Application Summit, recording live after the keynote. We sat through on the front row of, well, I guess it, we call it the keynote. This was not the big James Williams no, keynote. This was the important keynote, the Power BI Roadmap and Vision session with uh, Arun Ulag and Amir Nets and a cast of demo characters who did an awesome job. They really, really knocked it out of the park, man. I'm very excited by what I saw. And most of what we saw actually is either in preview now yeah. or has already shipped. A lot of what they showed well, today was GA. Today, yeah, yeah. I mean, but unlike a lot of the other times that we've yeah. seen it's hey this like last year it was we're going to do all this in the next three months yes nothing that we're showing you is ready today well maybe not nothing but this year it was here's what we've done and yep. there were a couple of tidbits that are futures and coming but for the most part it really was here's what we've done here's what's in preview here's what we're finishing up really encouraging stuff i thought it was amazing it was it was it was and it was jam-packed man it was it was thrill a minute edge of your seat sort of stuff right it was bang 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 it was hard to keep track. i looked at the i looked at my watch at one point in time and there was only about 10 minutes left it's like where did the time go yeah it was really cool there are some things we wanted to highlight because we're going to do a short episode here mm -hmm. just to highlight some of the things from the keynote because if you weren't here, you don't get to see that and you have to go read through all of the articles and everything. But I took a bunch of pictures as we went. I tweeted a whole bunch of stuff. So if you go out and follow me at Jace Him, you'll actually see all of the tweets I did coming live from the show because we were sitting in the front row. Felt like it was an obligation had to do it. Why not? But couple things that were interesting to me right out of the gates. New logo. Yeah, for Power I, I'm BI. not sure if that was a new logo or it was just for those slides. I don't know. It looked like it was a new logo. It's definitely not a new icon. Right. Like they're keeping the icon the same from yeah. what we can tell. Yeah. But they specifically had a new one for Power BI Desktop and yep. a new one for Power BI Mobile Apps. And very teal. It reminded me of the SharePoint, SharePoint colors. Yeah, but exactly. A couple of things that they called out that were unique. Number one, brand new desktop drop today. Complete yeah. shift and change. We're going to talk about that here in a minute. But the, one of the highlights that they put out there was they are the number one mobile store or the mobile app for analytics in both the Apple Store and Google Play Store. And they have 4.7 ratings on them as well, which is pretty impressive. And they have 50x the reviews than, than any of the other tools do out there. That growth chart they put up there was kind of mind blowing as well, just to yeah. see how what the adoption rate has been for Power BI. It reminds me of the early SharePoint days. Yeah, it is astronomical the uh, the growth that they've got so far they highlighted community which you know is great it's always nice the community being yep. highlighted 250,000 user ideas that's a lot i thought that was pretty cool that's, that's pretty we, we've been harping on it on the show a lot i thought that was really great that that was there just south of 20,000 ideas submitted Nine, yep. 19,944 they almost hit that, I, you know, broke, broke I, I'd, that I'd have rounded up, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was really cool. They showed some slides about the rapid innovation that they've been doing. How much stuff they've done just since January this year. It was really impressive. And, and what they've done since last MBAS as well. I filled the slide. They talked about the fact that 95% of uh, the Fortune 500 are using Power BI now. And 95 of the 100. I wonder who the other five are. 
Apple, Facebook, Oracle. <laughs> Very true. Amazon. Yeah. They talked about the worldwide reach that they've got going on. The fact that they're in three of the uh, the country clouds yeah. at this point, which, you know, that's Germany, FedRAMP, and UK GovCloud. So all of those things they harped on in the past, but really have made good on at this point. Mm -hmm. And that was Arun. And then Amir came up and... Uh, Demo time showed off the new desktop, which really nice. And it's not just the desktop, right? It's it's a whole rebranding across the, well, not rebranding, but it's a whole new look and feel across the board. Yeah. So in the service as well, one of the things that they highlighted, they didn't highlight it until later on, was the fact that when you look at it, the ribbon is completely different. Yeah, it looks an awful lot like the office ribbon, It right? is the office yes. ribbon. That's great. It's all, it's no longer that one-off plumbing of you know the office 97 ribbon that they had been using for so long i don't know if it's the office 97 ribbon, but yeah it's a standalone ribbon and now they're taking advantage of all the great stuff that office is doing that with their consistent ribbon look across all of their apps i love the new look i really really especially in the service in particular in the service itself it's i just think it's cleaner clean. i think it's yeah. nice i think it's snazzy i want dark mode well, you'll probably get dark mode. I want dark mode. I know where you can submit an idea for that. I Oh, I'm going to. If it hasn't already been submitted, by the time I get to the next session, I am submitting that as an idea. And how about grouping the objects like in PowerPoint? Oh, I was going to oh. get to that in a few minutes. Oh, 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 man. Oh. The desktop stuff was fantastic. They were sounding a bit like fanboys here. Well, <laughs> but it's the stuff that we've been talking about. It is. They started talking about the fact they were trying to borrow stuff from PowerPoint. Yeah. And some of the things like, the idea that I still have to submit, I'm not sure if they've fixed it at this point. You're able to, for an entire visual now, increase point size, change font, change colors just for a single visual. Yep. I don't know if that transmits to additional visuals if you do a shift click or not. I wanted uh, to try it out, so sure. I haven't done that yet. But if not, that is something that I desperately want to see show up in there in the desktop and in the service. Be really, really nice. But I do like the clean look. Again, I want dark. I want dark theme. I want dark theme now. <laughs> I don't like light themes, man. But I think that the service look is really nice too. Yeah. I'm curious when they're going to drop it. I think it'll be interesting to see uh, when that in the service hits in because the service. it's in desktop right now. Isn't Correct. It today, yeah. I'll be curious to see when it when it when, how how long it takes to get there. Yeah. We've been so busy today. We haven't gone to check. I have I not know. actually checked it. Wow. I'm actually on it right right the second. So yeah, yeah it's not there yet. So it's yeah. not there yet. Not at least in my tenant. Yeah. But some of the stuff that was that is new that we saw was corporate theming. Yeah, that was lovely. That looks yeah. really nice. Some of the visual stuff that's there. They also have added in metadata. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right at the top, it's highlighted. Last date updated. So I'll, I'll point out, I just happen to be showing Jason my screen, but on every one of our reports, I have a little uh, card at the upper right-hand corner of all of our, our reports, last refreshed on. Yeah. I won't have to keep doing that anymore. Well, that will be part of the you, product. But you will if you're using it as uh, for an app that's being, or if you're doing embed or things like that. Yep. This actually shows up in the framing. Yep. Of, yes, that's uh, true. Of, of Power BI. That's so if true. you're doing embedded, you still that's need good that point. Yep. there. But you know, the way that you have it done, you should probably write that up. Probably post that as a blog article. Probably should. Yeah. You, you just keep pushing me to push out more blog articles. Well, so it's been working, man. And, <laughs> and you know, your traffic tells us that, uh, that people are digging it. Just so. lately, yeah, yeah, yeah. This episode of the Bifocal Podcast is sponsored by Tygraph, the award-winning reporting and analytics platform for Office 365. Get the full picture of your Office 365 network by using Tygraph. See how customers leverage its actionable insights to better understand their organization's usage, collaboration, and adoption patterns. 
Try Tigraph today. Sign up for a free trial at Tigraph.com. The next thing that they showed was really neat. I'm still skeptical on it though. The one that I'm referring to in this case is the ability for an end user to be able to modify the visual in a page. Yeah, so you've got a visual, you can, you know, you can expand it right now. Well, now an end user can very easily go in there and change what type of visual it is, change some of the dimensions around it, maybe do a little digging and drilling a little more. It's the sort of thing you might have been able to do with Performance Point back in the day, right? Yeah. It's just kind of, I, I want my own visualization and that persists. So the user can clear it and go back to the regular state, or they can um, or they can continue Same using. It. Yeah, the, uh, to, but to your point, you may not want users doing that to your report. Yeah. So I'm sure there's going to be some controls around that. There, that wasn't spelled out, but that wasn't a session to be asking questions no, like no, that. No, it certainly wasn't. Yeah, it's called modify this visual. It's really neat. I like it. The thing that makes me nervous about it is I think that end users will be going down the rabbit hole a little bit too deep. Probably They'll end up because of the personalization side of it, not recognizing the reset button being there, because you know some users just won't see it, yep. that they're going to end up not seeing the right data when they go to that thing. And I'll be interested to see if there's a push down that we can say, let's go clear for everybody. We, we've got to refresh yeah. the data we want. Like, how is the governance going to be working yeah, around that? Gonna work? And from a personalization perspective, I based upon that, it shouldn't change for another end user. So if somebody goes in and sets something the way they want to, and then they call up their friend and say, and I say, hey, John, take a look at these numbers, go to this page. They're not looking at the same thing anymore. Right. So there are some things that lend me a little bit of pause around it. I think it's a great feature for those of us who are more advanced in usage, but still just a, you know, one of those things that I'm going to be interested to see how people actually adopt it. Yep. Yep. There was a few other things. We got uh, paginated reports when did GA in the service. So Yay. That, that's full on. Again, that is still premium. It is still premium, but it is GA. So we're, we're ready to roll full, full on, as well as the Power BI report builder, or as I would like to call it, Power BI paginated report builder. <laughs> Well, that's Sorry, what it's called Chris. in the drop-down. Um, yeah, know. yeah, exactly. It can now read and basically read right directly from the service. There's no having to upload the file afterwards anymore. So yeah, that, no, that's just publish, republish. When you go open one, it opens the RDL from the service, and that's, that's really right. cool. There were three things I highlighted in that particular section. One was, you know, the high-scale data flow engine preview. I'm that's, very interested in that. We're going to have to do an entire show on this we do. because I don't understand it yet. I, I need, I, to, I need a little question on Twitter. Yeah. The thing that I really liked that came out of this was they had a view that showed off end-to-end -end of how your data is flowing. Yes, data lineage report. Data lineage report. Yep. Within a and workspace. Yeah. yeah. Again, yeah. So it was just for the this one specific yep. workspace or any workspace, obviously. But true end-to-end -end view of where is there an error happening? When was the data last refreshed to right. what state? Right, all of that stuff. Really cool all to be able to spot. see all That's that. fantastic. And that, that goes along with the certified and shared data sets are also now in, now in preview. That was so the third one, yeah. I can connect, yeah, I can connect to a, a data set that someone's published in a different workspace. So you can have people living in workspaces that are just about modeling, and then consumers can have publish out to different workspaces without having to have that live in multiple different places become a nightmare for management. Really neat stuff. They showed off some really cool paginated reports. Yep. Now, the data set that they used for all these demos was really neat. 
the gaming stuff. The gaming data because the E3 conference is going on. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think it's because somebody had already done a bunch of reports against gaming data. Yeah. I think I remember that happening. Yeah. But yeah. So, <laughs> but still, a lot of fun. They were pulling data out of, you know, Xbox marketplaces and things like that. Exactly. So they were showing off some fun stuff there. And one of the things that they went off and showed, as you'd already mentioned, was that republish of data, you know, of yeah. RDLs. But then they got into the big data side of things. Oh, yeah. And they started showing off the massive amounts of data and breaking the uh, the data set size limits. They're going up to four terabyte size limits for Power BI Premium extended memory models. That's the ultimate goal. What they showed on stage was a 340 gigabyte data model running in P2. Yeah. Now, P2 has a 50 gigabyte memory limit. Yeah. How does that work? Paging. Yeah. They're doing disk paging when on, on reload. That should That's going to have a direct impact for us as well because you know anybody who's working in premium dealing with large data sets you need to allocate a lot of memory mm -hmm. for refresh yeah so if we can page that out to disk that doesn't you know we can now start to scale our service down a little bit and not have to pay so much yeah that is a massive massive amount of data other stuff that they announced, they talked a lot about some security features. A bring your own key feature was yep. there. A bunch of stuff around EIM, you know, the Enterprise Information Management. When you export from a visual into Excel, that data, if you've marked it as protected, is still protected and you can't move it around beyond where it's supposed to be. So It actually even shows some information around why is it That's protected. Right. That's right. And then they went into a whole thing about using Cloud App Security. So they're integrating with Cloud App Security, yep. which again is it's an add-on SKU that we see in Office 365. You can use it in Dynamics. It's really gives you the geofencing capability, gives you the ability to block download when not on our network, things like that, but still be able to work with data. So really cool stuff that they're able to do. They also announced the integration of ML and uh, Azure ML and Cognitive Services is yep. now GA. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So we've so seen a lot that about for a while, also, yeah. but yeah. we've done um, some demos. Yeah, kind of depressed me a little bit. Justina's demo around Q and A. Uh, why it is was it? awesome. It was awesome. I have been you don't having get to rag on Q and A anymore. On Q and A yes. for so long that this would you know this blows all of it out of the water. The ability to do the synonyms. Kept, you know, adding that thing is, in and, that was killer. And fixing errors yeah. in Q and A, opening that up, absolutely massive. Yeah. I mean that, and a new visual for Q and A well, as and, well. And, and speaking as a modern model builder who's basically had content packs out there and now has template apps out there, one of the things you need to do is go and provide synonyms so the Q and A feature works right. Yeah. Well, the fact that they're just including a thesaurus out of the gate is going to help that a great deal. And we had this capability in SharePoint Search on prem for yeah. a long time. Sure. Is that there in online yet, John? I have no idea, I actually. Think, uh, I, I, I think, really I think, think it's, it's not because you had to go muck around with files on the... On yeah, the, they're, they're working on bringing on the front it. End. We have this here for Power BI. Hopefully, they'll share some knowledge cool. back and forth a little bit. I like what they've done. Mm. I'll be interested to see how accurate it is. Obviously, one demo doesn't give me that visibility into it, so maybe I'll still have something to mock, but, you know, right. it, it looks really good. And, you know, the fact they've been training these models, it, it really looks awesome. Feel uncertain about your Power BI success? What are the questions you need to answer to deliver value? Tumble Road can help. They will put you on the road to success with training, advice, and products that get you to value faster, just like they've done for other Fortune 50 customers. Download their free Power BI guide, packed with technical tips and tricks, at tumbleroad.com forward slash success. Speaking of mocking, we also saw a couple of new visuals. We saw KPIs show up. Yes, we did. Red, Not green, just KPIs, yellow. Yes. 
specialty KPIs. Yes. They had one that made a little explosion. So that was cute. That was pretty cute. But, but yeah, and the other thing that was there, decomposition, decomposition trees. trees. Oh. So die performance point die. There's zero reason to use performance point ever again. Get off of it. Let it die. Yes, we don't have that fire. path forward. It's done. Get done. So and some of the stuff that they're using. So decomposition tree is actually an ML. Yeah, visual. Considered an ML visual because it starts to determine what's the next most significant dimension to break down to if you don't specifically tell it. So, yeah. yeah. So really neat stuff. I was impressed by that. Always impressed by the, the MLAI stuff. Looking forward to interviewing Justina later this week. That's right. And so that'll be an interview coming up soon. And then we, we already hit on some of the, the, the really cool stuff. But the, one of the things that they did when they came up, uh, uh, who was it? It was um, Will. Yeah, it was when Will, Will Thompson came up and uh, actually played Xbox for us for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But the reason why he was doing that, that was because cool. there's a, a refresh. And he was showing it in paginated reports, reports. Yeah, yeah. where one second refresh. So he was playing a racing game, probably Forza is my guess. I didn't bother to pay attention to which game. But he was playing and he was had the stats streaming out of Forza into a, a SQL Azure database. I think he was demonstrating why nobody will ride with him. Yeah, well, that's that for sure. <laughs> but really cool paginated report that was being refreshed every second. Yep. And then we got into the the new theming in desktop, and we got into uh, the fact the default theme is no longer the yes, it's no longer green, the the, the pink, cyan pink, black. Pink, the, yeah. yeah. So they did a bunch of uh, dog fooding with different people and and got some better colors now for us as default. But there's a theme gallery directly there that you can quickly change and make things easier. Yep. Still nothing on the uh, the theme. Editor, the way no, that you want no, it, no, right? no UI for the theme editor, unfortunately. Yeah. But we'll keep harping on that. But one. yeah, the the ability to increase point size on any visual yeah. that was huge. Increase overall point size across the visual yeah. instead of yeah, so, that's and, massive. That's and then massive. They they wrap things up, and that was it. So boom, we're going to do the same because we've yep. got to hop off to our next session. We do, but we're going to drop this episode real fast so that everybody can get this information. Go out, check out the blog post. We'll put them into a uh, blog of ours. And uh, with that, John, time to wrap. Let's go. Time to go. See you later. Thanks for listening to the Bifocal Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, or via your favorite podcast app. You can follow us on Twitter at Bifocal Show. The show notes for this and all of the Bifocal Podcasts can be found on the Bifocal.show blog. The music for the Bifocal Podcast is Indie Rock by Scott Holmes and is shared under Creative Commons. 